Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Newscast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast, where you'll find behind the scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast's app. Also, share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Lathered Soap. Tonight, we'll read an excerpt from the 1912 book Sunshine Sketches of a Little Town from a chapter called The Speculations of Jefferson Thorpe. You won't need to listen to the first episode in order to listen to this episode as they are non-sequential vignettes. However, if you would like to find the first episode in this series, it aired on August 23rd, 2019. This humorous and affectionate account of small-town life in the fictional town of Mariposa is inspired by the author's experience living in Ontario, Canada. The book illustrates the inner workings of life in Mariposa, from business to politics to steamboat disasters. In this vignette, we learn about the town's barber shop and the leisurely art of the afternoon shave. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. 
the speculations of Jefferson Thorpe. It was not until the mining boom, at the time when everybody went simply crazy over the cobalt and porcupine mines of the new silver country near the Hudson Bay, that Jefferson Thorpe reached what you might call public importance in the town of Mariposa. Of course, everybody knew Jeff and his little barber shop that stood just across the street from Smith's Hotel. Everybody knew him, and everybody got shaved there. From early morning, when the commercial travelers off the 630 Express got shaved into the resemblance of human beings, there were always people going in and out of the barbershop. Mullins, the manager of the exchange bank, took his morning shave from Jeff as a form of resuscitation. With enough wet towels laid on his face to stew him, and with Jeff moving about in the steam, razor in hand, as grave as an operating surgeon. Then, as I think I said, Mr. Smith came in every morning and there was a tremendous outpouring of Florida water and rums, essences and revivers and renovators, regardless of expense. What with Jeff's white coat and Mr. Smith's flowered waistcoat and the red geranium in the window and the Florida water and the double extract of hyacinth, the little shop seemed multicolored and luxurious enough for the annex of a sultan's harem. But what I mean is that, till the mining boom, Jefferson Thorpe never occupied a position of real prominence in Mariposa. You couldn't, for example, have compared him with a man like Golgotha Gingham, who, as undertaker, stood in a direct relation to life and death. Or to Trelawney, the postmaster, who drew money from the federal government of Canada and was regarded as virtually a member of the Dominion cabinet. Everybody knew Jeff and liked him. But the odd thing was that till he made money, nobody took any stock in his ideas at all. It was only after he made the cleanup that they came to see what a splendid fellow he was.